Welcome to today's New Life Live podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by you. Your donations make this podcast possible. Please consider donating today using the New Life app. Visit newlife.com or call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. Welcome to New Life Live with host and founder of New Life Ministries, Stephen Arterburn. For 35 years, New Life has been transforming lives one at a time thanks to the giving hearts of you, our listeners. Our goal is to provide you with wisdom from God's Word to give you hope and help in life's hardest places. If you have a question you'd like to ask today, our phone lines are open. Call 1-800-229-3000. That number again is 1-800-229-3000. Now here's Steve. Hi there. Welcome to New Life Life. So glad that you're joining us. We have, uh, well, the three of us here, Dr. Jim Burns. Hey, Jim. Hey, good to be with you. And I hear we have the legend. You're going to... We have the legend, Dr. Jackie Mack Harris, yeah. is in the house. Hello. And we're taking phone calls, and we're going to be here for a couple hours. 1-800-229-3000. 1-800-229-3000 is the number to call if you want us to weigh in on something you've been wondering about, want to make a statement about anything, or you've got something that you just need to get off your chest. We are right here. Now, Jim has written this book, Doing Life with Our Adult Children, And on April the 1st, we're going to be doing an online uh, workshop intensive uh, with him on adult children where you'll hear him speak. And uh, I think uh, Jill is going to speak. Is that right? Yes. I'm going to speak. Yes. And um, we're going to talk about this adult children thing that we've got going, which is difficult to do. And this is, this is all about, it's in our Courageous Parent series. It's all about adjusting to these adult kids, adapting and making changes. Now, now let me ask you this. What, what do you think is really important in building a healthy or rebuilding healthy relationship with adult kids? Or what do you think is a big roadblock to that? Start with you, Jim, and then you, Jackie. Well, I think one of the biggest problems, you said rebuilding. I think we have to reinvent the relationship. Our our children have never been adults, so they don't know what they're doing. We've never been parents of adults, so we don't know what we're doing. So, you know, it's kind of that crisis that takes place. And I would say one of the biggest problems, Stephen, I think there's tons, but I, I would say that we have to decide as a, a parent of an adult, are we going to help them or are we going to enable dependency on them? I don't think there's a parent around that we're saying, hey, I'm enabling dependency. They're not doing that on purpose. But I think that takes place because we begin to enable dependency and then that becomes entitled and then they have a failure to launch and you know the list goes on. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's one of the issues. About, Jackie, about what you, yeah. yeah. And Jackie, what do you think? I agree. Um, my husband says something along those lines, um, Jim. He says, as our girls grew and and changed, he had to keep remaking himself as a dad right. in order to meet them where they are. Because yeah. while they are parts of us, they are also their own people. Mm-hmm. And having a relationship with them wasn't ours shaping them to be who we wanted them to be yeah. and mm-hmm. always respond how we wanted them to respond, but making a safe space for them to grow and evolve into who they could become. But then we needed to make some adaptations as well. Right. No, yeah. Exactly. And we have to, in doing that, sometimes we have to keep our mouth shut. You know, I always say yes. unsolicited advice is taken as criticism. And, and that with us, I was, I was always giving them advice when they were younger and they took it. Yes. And they got to be adults and they went, 
well, not now, Dad, right. or, okay, I'll consider that. And I went, what mm-hmm. the world? Yes. Yeah. 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 Steve, what do you think might be uh, an issue? <laughs> well, I was just thinking about that. Okay, so here's something. Our job, train them in the right way, raise them in the right way in the beginning. Often, in the middle, they turn away from that. They experiment. They get rebellious. Then they often come back to what we taught. Bible says that. If we're still dwelling on how we felt when they rebelled and what they did to the family and the image and all that, when they're wanting to come back and be part of us as adults, we're still thinking about the things they did when they were younger. Disaster. And a lot of times, we're just doing what feels good to us. Get it off my chest. Go get it off your chest with somebody else's chest, not the kids. We're going to talk about all that April the 1st. It is Courageous Parenting, Transforming Relationships with Your Adult Sons and Daughters. Right now, if you have a question or a comment about anything, 1-800-229-3000. Thanks for joining us. We sure love being here with you. Maybe you know somebody that would benefit from this program. Maybe it's your spouse, your child. Let them know where we are and what we're doing. To find out more information about New Life or to order any of the resources mentioned on today's program, call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. Now back to New Life Live. We are back, and I hope and pray that uh, if you're struggling with anything, that you'll let us help you. 1-800-NEW-LIFE, or you call here right now, 1-800-229-3000. Some of you feel led to support the ministry, and when you do that, we send you this wonderful 100-day devotional called 100 Days to Freedom from Shame. No reason to have shame. You're either carrying somebody else's shame because they did something to you, and they're the ones that ought to be dealing with shame, or you've done something in the past, never accepted Christ's full forgiveness for that, or you're involved with something that's kind of shameful. (laughs) With any way you go, you can be free of that shame, and it's our gift to you, 100 Days to Freedom from Shame. Let's go to the phones, and let's, uh, t- how about we talk with Mark from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, Mark, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Doing all right. Got a uh, great old friend, Jim Burns here, great new friend, Jackie Mack, so, and here you are, so can't be Good. much better than that. Yeah. I'm in my car, so if, and the radio's on, so if there's feedback, let me know. But my, my question is, is this. I don't know what else to do to try to heal the relationship between my 20-year-old son and his mother. She's my ex-wife. We have a very good relationship, as good as, as, good as can be. Um, but she had just called me about this, and it happens every so often. And I've, I'm at the point now telling her this is something between you and him, there's nothing I can do to repair it. I've, I've told him to seek out counseling because count, there's a counselor out there that will, has dealt with this dozens of times. And the, and the little backstory is my wife, her upbringing was very abusive. She had an alcoholic father who beat her mother, and she, she feels like she missed out on her childhood. And she, throughout our marriage, would seek out the affection and the uh, um, you know, approval of anybody but her immediate loved ones, like myself. Uh, in our marriage, she had 
at least that I know, documented six affairs. So she's out there trying wow. to, uh, you know, trying to validate something in her life. And I think that my son is just wise to the fact that she was not there for so many things in his life. She claimed she was there, and she was. I mean, she did birthday parties, and she went to a ball game, but, but there were times when she wasn't, and he knew it, and he knew somehow that she was putting herself before us. And I think that's what's festered in him. He is a loving son. He'll give you the shirt off his back. But when he's angry with his mother, it's not a typical anger. I've heard him use the F-bomb, and I've told him, you can't talk about your okay. mother like that. You only get right. one mother. Okay. So my question is, I don't know what else to do. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's start with you, Dr. Jackie Mac Harris, on a really tough situation. And, uh, man, it's got to be hard to even say things that are nurturing about this when you see that a really horrible thing has happened here. So, Jackie Mack, what are you thinking? Uh, well, I'm thinking, Mark, um, just grateful for your call and uh, your relationship with both your ex-wife and your son, um, that you sound like a safe place for both of them. In terms of your son, I, I just would continue to hold space for him to have a safe place to go with his frustration and anger that do- doesn't continue to trigger him as he's processing it. And I believe that the only thing you really could do would be to invite them to go to therapy to make that suggestion. And then on the other side, that's where I I land where prayer is helpful, because when something's out of my hands with other people and I'm still caring and concerned about it, I'm going to pray for them and pray about the situation for wisdom and guidance and for God to show me what's the next thing to say or should I say nothing and just be here because every encounter is going to have a different context. And so I would use the encounters that I have with my son to make sure that he knows that I see him and that he has a right to his feelings, but also to to see if he wants to talk about maybe mending the relationship with his mom and what he needs in that. Jim, what are you thinking? I appreciate it. Mark, I think you're in the messy middle. Uh, And the messy middle means that, you know, they both probably want a better relationship and they're looking to you for leadership. And, you know, there are times when you can do that. But at the same time, um, you're not the one to to fix this. This has been going on for a long, long time. You're the one to, to come alongside, you know, both of them, encourage them. And if they don't do what you're suggesting, then that's not your you know, responsibility. I don't think you can push them. I'm thinking about your 20-year-old. Sounds like a great guy and probably has some really uh, strong reasons why he has the issues with his mom. I mean, so, you know, I, I'd focus on him and try to have him be able to work through those so that he will then, when he, once he gets married and once he has children and whatnot, he'll be hopefully more like you than he is like your mom, like his mom, and it sounds like he is. But uh, with your ex, I think all you can do is is give her, you know, the wisdom and and the kindness. Don't make it a one topic relationship with just about your son. But the point being is, I I I think you can help. You know, we, we used to say, even for people who are counselors, they're disciplers, and, and maybe there's somebody who could come alongside your son, not you. You might be too personal on it. You can come alongside him in one way, your dad. But maybe there is a therapist who could almost, dis- or a pastor, who could almost disciple him into, you know, working through those feelings. The 20s are the time of what we call 
emerging adulthood. So he's st- he's still trying to figure out. He's he's in between a teen and a, an adult just right now at twenty. So this is the time for him to you know get some of the oh get some of the tools and the responsibilities to um, to be more effective with his mom, and maybe he'll be the one that actually in the long run you know helps and mends the relationship. So Mark, if I was a if I was your therapist. And you said this to me, I would say, oh, wow, that must really be difficult. If I was your coach, I'd say this. Mark, tell your son that you want to help him do something that every person needs to do. You have to get over your mother. Every person is, they have a job to get over their mother. And a lot of times, guys like me do stuff. And in this case, your mother's done a lot of stuff. And you have to get over that. You have to learn to grieve all the stuff you're angry about let it go you have to accept her for who she is and forgive her and embrace that reality that's your job as a young man if you don't guess what you're going to do your relationship with her is going to impact your relationship with every other woman you ever meet and it's going to get worse and you're going to have real estate up in your head that's consumed covered by and planted by your mother if you don't like what she did and, and how she treated you, seems like to me you would want to be free of any of that, not let it infect anything you do going forward. So here's what I'm going to suggest that you do, son. I'm going to suggest that you get into some counseling and you do whatever it takes to get over the mother. And yeah, you need to get over me too, but it seems like to me this is really holding you up and I don't want you to be 25, 30, or 35 and be plagued by things that began years and years ago from your mom. It is in your best interest to resolve this issue with her, even though you might think she doesn't deserve it or anything like that. doesn't matter. You deserve to be free, and the only way you're going to do it is do some work to let her go. That's what I'd say if I was your coach. Hmm, that's good. So well, what do you excellent think? Advice, Mike, cause, well, I think it's excellent because as, as broken-hearted as I am about their relationship, because I've seen that with one of my siblings and my mother, and it lasted until the day he died. Um, as broken-hearted as I am with that, I love my son enough to know I, I don't want him to carry this and affect, like you said, every aspect of his life. Because he's got he's got this wonderful life ahead of him, right. yeah. and uh, and I just don't want it to affect the way he the lens he looks through with everybody. Right, and so right. you could say, hey, uh, new life's doing this emotional freedom workshop. We could go together. That would help you with this. Uh, there are books on uh, forgiveness. I could you could have a copy. I could have a copy. We could read it together. I will do everything I can to help you resolve this versus agree with you of how horrible it must be. I do agree with that, but you need more than just me being empathetic to the way that you feel. I saw what she did. It wasn't pretty. Now let's get over it, get beyond it. Okay? You know, and I I apologize. Yeah, I apologize. I know time is short. I should have mentioned that. I don't think he knew anything of her her, uh, infidelity until last Thanksgiving. She was dating a man. Who was one of the, you know, the okay. people she was cheating with? Who 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 exposed him to all of this? Okay, so everything I up, said still. When they broke up, what? Still stands. 
Okay. Yeah, Everything he, still stands. This man was it's so t- angry, he scared all that with him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Actually, it's not unfortunate. It's fortunate. Mm-hmm. Deal with it. It's reality. And be free. Uh, let me send you. Take your life back. I hope that will help. And I also think this new book, uh, Every Believer's Thought Life, and you get the uh, the tr- the uh, Trinity here, and that is uh, also send you doing life with our adult children. And I would hope that you could enjoy uh, that workshop with us on April the first. Uh, Be great to have you there. One eight hundred two two nine three thousand. Before we move on, anything else you guys want to add to that difficult situation? You know, I was thinking of a scripture that uh, really relates to this. You know, Jesus said, um, Matthew, I think it's nineteen four through six. He said, "A man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh." Now, again, he wasn't speaking specifically just about leaving, but the thing that we have to understand with our 20-year-olds, they're not married yet, but they're going to, by far, you know, 90-plus percent of people get married. And so it's that leaving, and that's a healthy thing. We sometimes look at leaving as not a healthy thing. What I heard both you and Jackie say was really, in some ways, summarizing that scripture that it's time to leave the childhood that he had and... uh, because he needs to get ready for that time when he becomes that adult and probably in the marriage. And I, I love that scripture. I just think that's a scripture. We don't talk much about the leaving part. Yeah. yeah. But we it do. really is good. Yeah. yeah. Whenever somebody says, I don't like the way my mom raised me, then I want to say, well, then why are you letting her continue mm-hmm. to raise you yeah. at age 47? Yeah. What? Yeah. All right. You see, I'm saying we have to get over mom because a lot of times things get attached to her that were not her fault. Now, in this case, she obviously has some problems here. But, you know, we've talked to people. He's living with someone 80 years younger than him, and they're angry at mom. Right. Well, and and the thought that came up for me was the last thing Mark shared. His son has just recently learned about why maybe she wasn't around during all those times and and so he's this is new for him and coming at a really pivotal time for him and so encouraging him to be in therapy for himself maybe he's not ready to do family therapy with mom but certainly encourage him to to get a counselor for himself and mark mark had more time Mm because he knew this was but this is new this is new you know and and, you know martin luther once said i can't do anything about the birds flying over my head but they don't have to roost on my head and in some ways he can't do anything about the birds that have been flying over his head but he 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 cannot he, he needs to make that Step so it's not going to just land on his head and it's going to affect every aspect of his life. Yeah, because we get stuck because we don't move through the pain. We just want to stop it. I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to. I'm going to cut off. I'm not going to engage it. Um, But it will still be there when he gets married in ten years. You know what else I think Martin Luther said? If I don't get this thing stuck up on the Wittenberg door here, nobody's (laughs) ever going to change anything. Uh, I think that's what he said. Anyway, all right. One eight hundred two two nine three. Thousand one eight hundred two two nine three thousand and let's go to Heidi, Columbia, California, and there's the music. Heidi, I lost track. You hold on. Uh, we'll get to your call right after this. You know, you can just continue to try hard. You can continue to stay isolated. You can continue in the sickness of the secret that's controlling everything. Or you could give yourself a break and say, I 
am a person that God loves, has forgiven. He wants to restore me. I need to take a step in that direction. Here's the easiest step that I know, even though it feels impossible at times. Pick up the phone, call us, 1-800-NEW-LIFE. Somebody is there that really cares about whatever you're struggling with. We want to help you. 1-800-NEW-LIFE. We'll be back. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a question or a comment, call toll-free 1-800-229-3000. Now back to New Life Live. We're back. Steve Arterman here. And by the way, many of you love a great value. Here's a great one. You can't lose a cent. You call us at 1-800-229-3000. We pay for that phone call. You don't have to pay for the advice you get. Zero. So even if you get five cents worth of advice... Didn't have to pay for it. Great value. So we're really going to 50% uh, return on your investment of zero, and hopefully we'll exceed that. My point is, call us right now, 1-800-229-3000. The moment that you have to stay on hold is a moment that you're investing in your future. I just made that up, and I doubt you're ever going to see that quoted anywhere else, but that's how I feel. It's worth it because you don't pay anything but attention. Here we go back to Heidi, Columbia, California. She listens to us on her podcast provider. Anybody else can. Hi, how are you today? Oh, I'm great. Thank you for taking my call. And yes, you guys are a great value. I've been a member <coughs> for over 20 years. <coughs> really? Of Club New Life. And Steve, I don't, I, don't, <coughs> I don't know if you remember, I went on one of the first cruises. Well, really? we were there. Where did we uh-huh. go? And, um, where, where did we go? Well, I was trying to remember where we went. I don't even, I don't know, to some little island. Some the little island. The thing I remember was, this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I had just gotten divorced, and I just remember the support, the love, the encouragement, it was, you know, and the people. It was just a good group. Oh, that's wonderful. So that's when I started to be a member, right there. Hmm. And I have gotten a host of um, guidance and enrichment from you all. And I have your wife's book that I'm reading, that's going through the Bible in a year. Yes. And it is wonderful. And I started January 1st, and I'm, I'm doing it. And I'm so happy, and I'm happy that she wrote that. Well, thank you for that. I'll pass that on to her. I'll tell you, if you read the the opener for February uh, as a woman, I think that has something to say to you if you'll read it very slowly. Uh, it's all about blood, and it's pretty powerful. Uh, she, her, You know, we have one-year Bible for men and one-year Bible for women. Her product is far superior. Uh, mine is adequate, but, man, does she have some powerful stuff to say. Well, Heidi, uh, how could I help you here? Thank you. How can we help you okay. here? Question came up that was just crazy because it's years ago. Okay, I I was divorced uh, twenty three years ago. I have grandkids, and then I was married. Then I got married for twenty happily years. I wanted to tell you that, and he just passed away this last year. Hmm. But the question is, my granddaughter, who's ten years old, asked me why did I um, get divorced from the first grandpa who's married hmm. in her life and married to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And she's she's only known me with my former husband, and and he died. But it was interesting. She asked me, and I was just kind of shocked. And I 
to 10. I didn't know quite what to say. And I said, well, he broke the marriage. And she said, well, what does that mean? And I didn't know. He'd been unfaithful many, many, many times. And I'd worked with him for 25 years. And then I got better, not bitter, and said, I'm, I'm worth more. And I called her mother. Her mother said, who is my daughter-in-law, said, oh, just tell her you fell out of love. And I really felt angry. I thought, that's not right, and that's not the yeah. truth. And then, and then she didn't ask me anymore, and I kind of let it go. So now I'm thinking, I need to address that again properly. Do I, two questions. Do, I don't know what to tell her, but do I have to, call, or should I, talk to my son, who's her dad, and ask him, what does he think? I should say to her. Well, I'm going to turn this over to Jackie and then Jim, but I think since her mother told you what she wants you to say, you really need to talk with her first about what you're going to say, especially if it doesn't agree with the mother, which it doesn't. But I think that's your really important conversation here because you don't want saying things she doesn't want you to say, Mm -hmm. and then she says, well, then Mm -hmm. I can't let you be with her anymore. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. And the dad is my son. Yeah. So... I agree with you, Steve. Jackie Mack, what do you think? I agree. I agree also, Mm -hmm. Heidi, that I I wouldn't want to be dishonest. Uh, And so Mm -hmm. I would maybe have a... When you've figured out how you want to talk about it, maybe have another conversation with the mom because she is Mm -hmm. maybe thinking she's doing the very best for her, but it's not true. And then it it leaves kids with like a dissonance inside. It doesn't align with what their body is feeling and telling them. And sometimes we tell kids things are okay when they're not. And then they grow up to be adults who are tolerating the intolerable because they've been told that they should. Uh, so I agree with not being dishonest to her. But I'm curious about the relationship with your ex-husband. He's remarried because um, he's a part of this conversation, too. So she's asking about what happened between the two of you. Have th- have the two of you had a conversation about how you share that information with the rest of the family? No, I don't. I barely talk to him. Um <clears throat> I kind of, he wasn't, he was toxic for me. Okay. I just wanted to stay away. I didn't have a relationship, but it's a new one now. I've recently said, well, I even invited him over here for a birthday party. Since my husband passed away, and um, I had not wanted to be around him, but then I was realizing I wasn't getting invited to the birthday parties and stuff for the grandkids. So I said, you know, I'm going to change this. I'm willing to be around him. And let me have the choice whether I want to come or not. So he's becoming more. I haven't talked to him a lot, but he's in the same room now. Well, how do you? The um, we're coming up. Look, I, I can hear the music. So I'm gonna Steve, give it back yeah. to you. Yeah. Well, we'll take a break. We'll come back and give you Jim a weigh in on this. You're listening to New Life Live. One hour and a half. We're gonna be here. We'd love to take your calls. One eight hundred two two nine three thousand. If you don't like what we say, we will. Refund your misery, guarantee. I was really living a very anxiety-filled life. 
I turned on New Life, and the topic that day was about anxiety. And just by listening, I got relief. You can help New Life stay on the air by joining Club New Life today. When you sign up to support us monthly through Club New Life, we'll send you the new member thank you gift of the Life Recovery Bible Personal Size, the One Year Life Recovery Prayer Devotional, the New Life Journal, a New Life Pen and Highlighter, and a New Life Zipper Tote to hold it all. Plus, there are ongoing benefits like access to the Club New Life video library, the monthly Club New Life CD or download, quarterly resources, free shipping on purchased resources, and discounts on workshops. Call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. That's 1-800-639-5433. Support Club New Life, and together we can help hurting people find help and hope in life's hardest places. Call 1-800-639-5433 to join Club New Life today. glad you joined us for New Life Live. To be a part of the program, call 1-800-229-3000. Now back to New Life Live. We're back. Jackie, anything else you want to say before we get some insight here from Jim? Well, Heidi, I was hearing that you have started to reconcile or repair the relationship in some way so that you all can continue to be a family unit because it's a blended family now. And I think that maybe in in the spirit of that repair, having a family conversation with the adults in the family, if you're and, and including the mom and the son, um, and so that you guys can just talk about how you feel about not being honest, but also that you don't want to throw grandpa under the bus. Uh, but we we need to be honest to our children as much as possible because they're. They're taking information into their bodies, too. They know something's off. They're curious. And then we're teaching them, be honest. But if we're not being honest with them, they're going to know that. They're going to feel that. And then that's going to impact their trust in the relationships. So I would have a conversation with with my son, but also with my daughter-in-law there present. And then after that, I would see if I could talk with my ex-husband. Hey, this question was asked. Just heads up, she might ask you, how do we want to talk about this with our grandchildren? Mm. I have adult children, and uh, my uh, my children, as they were growing up, they asked my parents things that I was shocked and surprised by and have had conversations with them that I never would have had. And now I have grandchildren who are asking great-grandparents questions I never would have asked, but this is the information mm-hmm. age, and these kids are used to getting information just by asking Google or Siri, and so they will have a lot more questions than we probably did excellent jim what are you thinking what's the go ahead ask the question heidi well what's their pro before i talk with them in my own heart uh, i need to know what's the appropriate answer that i would answer why we got divorced it was because he was unfaithful yeah. and continued that's that's what happened and i how do you put that in the right yeah. words um, I okay. kind of need to be prepared before I talk to them because they yes. all have very strong personalities, mm-hmm. and right. I think they'll roll over me unless I know how to answer that. So that's my question. Yeah. Okay. Heidi, Heidi, I think, I, you're, by the way, your 10-year-old granddaughter sounds wonderful, and she just gave you a beautiful question. It was innocent. She loves you. She loves her grandpa, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. she's 10. And I think we have to answer mm-hmm. questions in what's age-appropriate. I might have done it differently. Mm-hmm. I might have said, you know, honey, um, yeah, Grandpa and I, we did get a divorce, and uh, there are some issues. And, you know, you're t- at 10, uh, all I can say is, you know, we, it didn't work for us. However, and then now we, I call this the marker. 
However, at another time period, when you're older, we'll talk about it in more detail if, if you'd like. But I kind of want to wait on that. I say that like, tonight I'm going to speak on teaching your children healthy sexuality. Somebody is going to ask me this question. They're going to say, what do we tell our 10-year-old about us because we you know, were married I mean, we were having sex before marriage or whatever. Parents ask that question all the time. And I'm going to say, you know what? You know what, honey? We, I'm so passionate for you to make good decisions, and, I'm, and that's why. I didn't make all these good decisions. So what, so what you're saying is you're not giving all the details. I wouldn't go through the details because to say he broke the marriage, he did break the marriage, vow, totally. But I don't know that 10 is the time to give that because she doesn't understand that. And now you're going to just get everybody all, all flustered. So in co-parenting, sometimes with, in step-parenting, you end up um, having to kind of you know, keep your mouth shut a little bit about the ex or whatever, right? Uh, because you, you, want, you want the kids to honor each and you know, whatever. You, you talk to somebody else. I think it's the same with co-grandparenting. We don't talk enough about co-grandparenting. But you're a co-grandparent with you know this man who actually was unfaithful to you so your uh-huh. anger i would i would put it someplace else not that you did this i mean you probably uh-huh. handle it great you sound like such a nice person but i she's 10 <laughs> marker wise she doesn't understand that concept and i don't know you lay that one on her as much as just simply saying it didn't work it's not going to hurt you i mean you know you sure you need to talk to somebody about what you know what your husband ex-husband did to you i mean i i get that I don't think it's her. Okay, and that's not dishonest. No, it, it no. didn't work. It, we didn't work out. Right, and then, t- but but it's always the marker yeah. when you get to be this age. You know, at ten, even cognitive thinking doesn't work as well. It's beginning. Mm-hmm. She's just beginning. She's not even a teenager yet. She's yeah. close. So when that happens, you, you I think you delay some of the details, and she'll ask again. A ten-year-old yeah, might. Uh, he, he broke it, and she asked me, "What does that mean?" Yeah. I didn't know what to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. And, and, you know, I think here you're going to get some consultation from your adult children. And I'll send you Jim's book so you'll have that, Doing Life with Your Adult Children. But here's the thing. You say, I might have, I, I think I'm, I might have, uh, I think I went too far in saying he broke the marriage. Now I need to give her a response that is appropriate at age 10. And I want you to help me with Mm -hmm. that because I don't want to lie and I don't want to just leave this hanging and and see what they have to say and then come up Mm -hmm. with the truth in a way that's appropriate for the 10 year old. They they may or may not think that you say to her, you know, what I meant was we made some promises to each other and he didn't keep his promises and it just didn't work out. Maybe that's a way to move on. And she asks you, what were the promises? And then you say, like Jim said, well, let's just go over all those when you're just a little bit mm-hmm. older. Yeah. Something like that. All right. Uh-huh. So glad you called. Um, I hope you'll join us for our uh, parenting seminar. And Heidi, it's so great to hear someone's been giving for 20 years in Club New Life. Um, let me send you the, uh, the book. Doing life for your adult children. And uh, I think beyond that, I want to send you something else. Let me send you um, understanding and loving your bonus child because that grandchild is your bonus child. Many of the things that are in there in the blended family apply to the grandparents here. I'll send that to you also. 
And anything else you want, you you call me and I'll send that too as a reward for 20 years. Larry's shaking his head. Larry's in the studio. Larry, how does that make you feel that somebody 20 years? 20 years. years it's been, amazing. I love the, it. She I went on a, a trip. She can't remember. Yeah, we went that. to some island, and she's been with us ever since. I love that. It's the best. Thank you so much, Heidi. Talk to us, Larry. Okay. You know, we've got uh, the Restore Workshop coming up next week, and... I know that there are hundreds, if not thousands, of women listening right now that need to go to this workshop. And there's hesitation, there's fear, there's anxiety, there's don't know what to do during the headlights. And I wish I could gather them all in a room and have you more than anybody, Steve, speak to them and say, "Look, you got to, you got to, you got to do this. You just need to do this." And yeah. And Jackie has a testimony here, and I. One challenge, if you're a woman that needs to go, just ask yourself, why am I not doing it after hearing these testimonies we do? Before coming to this weekend, there was chaos in my home. There was anger and resentment with a little bitterness and hurt sprinkled in for good measure. I was wounded, afraid, and felt alone in the battle. I felt as if I was a martyr, a casualty of my marriage. This weekend has been difficult but good. Our small group time was very helpful. Just processing things out loud, hearing myself speak it to others took a bit of fear away. Having a plan empowers me. I'm leaving the workshop with hope and strength and the ability to walk into my home with my four beautiful children and take control of my life. I have the authority to establish boundaries so that I can feel safe. To any woman who has been betrayed, I would say that exposing your wounds is painful, but working through the pain brings healing. Go to this workshop. Do it for you because you deserve to be whole again. Wouldn't, wouldn't the, ladies, wouldn't you like to have that fear be lessened, taken away? Wouldn't you like to feel like you could be whole again? Wouldn't you like to just experience people that are experiencing what you experienced? This is what we do in these workshops. So I'm just kind of I don't want to say begging, but I'm asking you pretty strongly. Think about it. Call us at 800 New Life and sign up. Absolutely. Hope you'll do that. Uh, yesterday, I think it was, I got so desperate. I said, I'll, I'll pay $100 of, of the first 10 people that respond asking for the $100. Then Larry said, we've got scholarship. We can go beyond that, making my $100 meaningless. So here's what I'm going to do. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shift it to I'll, I'll pay for uh, two women to come. Uh, all together, okay? So we'll, we'll work that out with the IRS and everybody else that's involved here. But the main thing is, come. This is where hope is. Also, support us. Give to this ministry so that lives can be transformed. When you give, you're planting a seed for flowers that you'll never see and fruit you'll never eat and leaves you'll never be shaded by. But that is produces a return of fulfillment and joy because you have planted the seed of transformation in the life of another person. So Steve, please help us. Yes, Larry. You're going to um, pay for two women to come and would that be the first two callers or do you want us to get the the two neediest people? How do you want to do this? Let's do first two callers All right. and uh, unless they uh, Gotcha. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> We love you. 1-800-NEW-LIFE. We want to help you. Call us. Please. 
find out more information about New Life or to order any of the resources mentioned on today's program, call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. Now back to New Life Live. We're back. So glad that you're with us. Hang on. We've got another hour and 15 minutes. You can join us, 1-800-229-3000. 1-800-229-3000. And uh, how about we go to a great parenting question. Uh, I think Connie has one, is what they tell me. So, Connie, um, Charleston, West Virginia, how could we help? Um, Excuse me. I have a grandson that has Asperger's. Yes. Excuse me. And um, he he's in. There's a broken home. There's two homes. Yeah. And he has been n- no discipline uh, in one of the homes. The other home tries to, and it gets undone. But okay. he's angry. He's 15 years old, <clears throat> and he's angry. And um, he's been saved. He knows the Lord, but he's just. I don't know how to describe it. I just want to know how I can help him. We got him in church, and and like I said, he's been saved, he was baptized, and he has all the right answers, but he just, he's so difficult. And every every time I try to um, halfway, I'm not trying to really discipline him, but I'm trying to show him that he needs to listen to his mother, and he gets so angry, and he's so angry at her all the time. There's just no peace in their home. And I, I just don't know what to do. Okay. Well, um, 15 years old. How do you know he has Asperger's? Well, the doctors say he does. Okay. But, I mean, he's it's high a, functioning. Very yeah. high. He's brilliant. Okay. But he will not do his schoolwork. He, right. he won't. He won't do any, no responsibility whatsoever. None. So, so he was tested he will, by he, uh, he was tested by a psychologist or psychologist psychiatrist. Uh, who did that? Uh, I don't know. They went through their doctor. I, I okay. really can't All answer right. that. I don't. Know. Okay. Just one thing I want to mention to you that um, he has a gift, and if he is able to get through the teen years. Uh, and then start to develop things in spite of Asperger's, but because of Asperger's, I have some friends that have literally changed the world, and they have Asperger's. Mm-hmm. It is not a, mm-hmm. it's not something to be ashamed of. It, it, it's actually something to be grateful for because your brain functions far beyond the rest of us. Usually, that's the case. So, Jackie Mack, oh, yeah. you are. Oh yeah. What I, would you say is the well, go ahead. Yeah, I, I love that, Steve. I think of it as a superpower. Um, yeah. Ne- neurodivergence is um, just that the brain is just working in different ways. Sometimes um, people who are on the spectrum or uh, neurodivergent in, in the various ways are frustrated because people who are neurotypical are expecting things from them that their brain does not do. And so while he mm-hmm. knows Jesus and he goes to church and he's been saved... He, he, it may be possible that no one is relating to him as him. It's, he's being related to as the kid with Asperger's who needs to behave and do, his, do what he's told to do the way he's told to do it. And he needs somebody who can be in relationship with him and just allow him to be him and get to know what his strengths and weaknesses are. Um, I work with people on the spectrum. It's a population that I really enjoy working with. And what I'm learning is that 
a lot of adults on the spectrum have been told most of their life that they're incapable and they haven't been allowed to do things in the way that they need to do it. So then they are incapable because they don't fit into the standard box. He needs some room to do what he does the way he does it and some um, some space to explore what his great gifts are because yeah. typically there's a, a an extreme talent in some area and yeah. so we nurture that and then the other areas that are difficult we get him the support that he needs so yeah. rather than trying to get him to be different maybe we can approach him differently Jim, you have a comment. Yeah, I want to add to Jackie. She, she, I love what you just said, Jackie. You know, we have to approach him differently. I'll tell people, I'll go through a parenting seminar, and then they'll say, but my, my child has Asperger's. And I go, well, lo- some of this stuff doesn't work. <laughs> you know, because it's basic things. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Connie, I love your love for your grandson. And at 15, he's he sounds like he's a kid with Asperger's. I mean, he's really talented. He's really smart. Um, but he is going to learn differently, and he's going he's gonna to act differently. So... What we ha- what I always suggest to parents and grandparents is um, get the understand what he's going through, and you do that by actually going to a counselor who specializes in that, or by re- and by reading books. And so this is the time for you to become quote unquote I'm putting quote marks around this an expert in this, so that you'll learn how to how to deal with him. My wife uh, spent her whole career working with kids with Asperger's kids on the spectrum, and these are beautiful, wonderful kids, but they're going to you know, drive you crazy, too, if you try to parent them or grandparent them in the same manner that you would a kid who uh, doesn't have Asperger's. So that's the point. And let me just say this. Words matter. Mm -hmm. I would never refer to Asperger's as a problem again. Mm -hmm. It's not something that's wrong with him. It's something that he has that he gets to to decide what he's going to do with it. But we have a lot to do with that decision. I would recommend um, the mother and you both read some uh, Nurtured Heart material. Uh, you just Google Nurtured Heart and go to Amazon because what you need to be doing is noticing everything that he does that's positive yeah. and wonderful, yeah. not giving energy to the crummy stuff. And I wouldn't be talking about discipline. I'd be talking about structure. Mm -hmm. Listen, you did this so you're not safe uh, on your own to be there. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you some structure, and we're going to keep you safe. So, no, you can't go to that meeting next week. I'm going to keep you home, and we're going to learn that structure. So there you're helping him build a life versus get him to believe he has a crummy life ahead. I have... Attention Deficit Disorder, or as as I have properly named it, ADHPD, which is Attention Deficit Hyperactive uh, Procrastinating Disorder. (laughs) And and it is something I wouldn't trade for the world. It is a gift, and other people are treating it like it's a problem. Well, my impact on their behavior really could be a problem, but that's my job. Their job is to accept me in that way, accommodate me, but don't let me go too far. And that's what it is here. Nurturing him, appreciating him, changing the dynamics and the way that he's being treated and communicating, such a gift. And um, let me send you uh, a copy. Well, I don't know what I'm going to send you, but I can't think of the right resource, but I'll get it to you. I think and it even will how be, we love would be yeah. helpful. How we love our kids would be how helpful How we love here. our kids. Thank you for that. Uh, bail me out. Can I ask you a question? Well, we're out of time, but but hold on, and we'll we'll talk to you uh, after the program. The next program starts in 
eight minutes. If you're on the line, hold on, I'll get to you. But if you want to join us, it's 1-800-229-3000. There are some things I'm just going to say as we're walking out the uh, studio door here, and that is that intimacy in marriage is uh, this weekend. Call and register. Maybe somebody drops out, you can get in. Next weekend is the one we're talking about. It's the healing that a lot of women don't want to have or don't think they need, but it's Restore. It's in Orange County. Every Man's Battle, March the 3rd in Dallas, and then our Lose It for Life. Now, you hear somebody on our program here. We have a a spot that has a a very heavy woman speaking. Uh, We need to take that off because what you need to know is for every one of those when they come to lose it for life, there are three who don't weigh that anymore. And some people don't come. Their, their weight looks normal, but they're working on the thing, the problem that's leading to this obsession and compulsion with food. 1-800-NEW-LIFE to sign up. 1-800-NEW-LIFE to be part of transformation with a generous gift. We love you. We thank you. Thank you, Jim, Jackie. Thanks to all of you who listen, watch, and pray and support us. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. We hope this program has helped you by giving you insights for handling the challenges you face in your life. We want you to know that we're here for you, but you also need to know that New Life Live is a listener-supported ministry. To make your donation or to get any of the resources mentioned on today's program, call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. That's 1-800-639-5433 or write to us at New Life Ministries, P.O. Box 1029, Lake Forest, California, 92609. Please join us again tomorrow for New Life Live. Today's podcast can be downloaded through iTunes or streamed through your mobile device using the New Life app. Visit newlife.com to download the app today.